It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. There's this guy ran a zoo down in Mexico and clearly failed zoo class at university. Is that a class? I don't know. Did you take zoo class? No. He's doing everything wrong, this zookeeper. So he's fired now. If it started out, he started trading animals for other favors. He traded a zebra for some tools that they needed at the zoo. There's somebody who had a tool that the zoo needed and the payment they accepted was zebra? I guess so. But worst of all, he cheapened out on the year-end party for the staff. He killed four of the zoo's pygmy goats and served them up for the Christmas party. Oh, my God. That's rough, man. Pygmy goats, too. They're tiny. You need, that's why you needed four. You'd have to know this is a pretty bad business model to eat the exhibits. I guess so. It got me thinking, though. You could eat any zoo animal. There's a wide range of animal. Yeah. What are you thinking you'd, you'd eat first? I'd probably go for the pork, the warthogs. You eat pork. You know what that tastes like. Yeah. No, you'd go for, like, lion. No. Yeah, yeah. It's a kitty. It's not a kitty, dude. Male lion, not the female lion, because they do all the hunting, so their meat's going to be tougher. You want the male lion who's sleeping all day, better marbling. Mm, yeah. Yeah, you want some medium to a well-done lion. I agree. This guy, brutal, though. K- killing four goats, dude. Killed four goats? He could have just killed one baby elephant. This is some exciting news from the government of Ontario. It affects us here in Huron County, and it affects Matt and I's favorite place to visit in the town of Goddard. Say it with me, Matt. Service, Service Ontario. Ontario. Oh, things are heating up. It's Service Ontario, our favorite place to go. It's becoming a one-stop shop. Oh, website's going to be offering some new services this spring. You can renew your health card. Ooh, you can apply for a marriage license. Right online. On Service Ontario, because getting married in a proper venue, it's too much work. My perfect wedding is getting married in front of my Acer laptop. Oh, yeah. Sounds great. The other thing they're providing is you can make more than just a single appointment. You can book an appointment for the whole family. The whole family can go to Service Ontario? And you all go there and make a day of it. Daddy, can we go to Service Ontario? Well, if you're good, maybe we'll even get some new plates. Merry Christmas to us all. Breaking news this hour. Wyerton Willie predicting an early spring. Oh, he's going against the other groundhogs. Yeah, he did not see his shadow this morning. So early spring, apparently, according to the one diseased rat near Huron County, the other diseased rat saying six more weeks of winter. But isn't this just because it's cloudy in Wyerton right now? I don't know. (laughs) I don't think the groundhog can speak English. I think they speak Portuguese. What does this groundhog know? They brought it up from Ohio. That's true. It's an American groundhog. Yeah. You know their education system. You had an interesting idea to uh, involve a country music artist. Yeah, I was thinking we should have Wyerton Willie Nelson. Okay, but how does he predict whether we have six more weeks of winter? Well, we get him up to Wyerton, and then he does his thing, smoking weed. And if he can see his shadow past the weed smoke... Six weeks of winter. And if he burns his braids in his bong early spring. We are just waiting on word now from Wyerton Willie on whether we're going to have six more weeks of winter or in early spring. But there's another more interesting weather-predicting weird animal. Down in Shrewbury, there's Frank the Shrewbury Chicken. And the Saturday after Groundhog Day, the townspeople get together and Frank the Chicken... <laughs> 
We'll predict whether we're going to have six more weeks of winter or an early spring. But Frank's in trouble, Matt. Oh, is Frank in trouble? Why? So the town is now saying you're not allowed to have backyard chickens anymore. So the owner of Frank the Chicken might have to send him to a farm up in the country where he has all the space to run around. Oh, no. So next time you have chicken nuggets, just keep Frank in your deep fried golden brown thoughts. How do chickens predict the weather? I don't know. What is it? It comes out of the coop, lays an egg. If he lays an egg, maybe it's an early spring. He can't lay <laughs> eggs. Oh, right. It's or a may- rooster. Or maybe I shouldn't pigeonhole him, yeah. so to speak. Groundhogs predicting the weather it makes total sense. I don't even have to explain it, but like, you'd have to be an idiot to believe a chicken could be certified in meteorology. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. You own any Helly Henson sweaters, Matthew? No. Are they expensive? They're a good brand. Yeah. There's been a recall of some Helly Henson sweaters and hoodies because they don't meet flammability standards. So I didn't know this was a thing. You mean you have to make clothes that don't catch on fire? It's not that they don't catch on fire. It's that when they catch fire, they don't burn up as quickly as less flammable sweaters. I just didn't think this was an issue because how often do people catch on fire? More than you'd think. I guess so. (laughs) So if you're at a campfire and your friend catches fire, just ask if they still have their receipt for the hoodie. Well, at least they'll stop playing that annoying guitar. (laughs) If there's one thing that'll get that annoying person to stop playing guitar, it'll be catching fire. If you're going to steal from any church, Catholic church makes sense, right? They have all the good stuff. All the gold goblets and stuff. There's a St. Mary's Church in Holden, Alberta. They're offering $5,000 to get their church bell back. Oh, no. Somebody crashed into the church, put the bell in the truck, and drove off. Do you really need the bell, though? People have watches now. They know when church starts. Bing oh. bong. Oh, it's time for church. Seems like a dumb idea. I agree to steal a big, heavy bell when there's so much light, medium-sized bottles of communion wine inside. I know. That's a thing to steal, right? But you know what rhymes with bell, Matthew? Hell. Hell. Yeah. Yeah, which is how my back would feel after lifting a 300-pound bell into a Dodge Dooley. Ouch. There's this guy in Detroit. Well, six-year-old. Grabbed dad's phone and just started ordering food. (laughs) Dad keeps hearing the, the doorbell ring. And all this food keeps coming. Turns out the kid got onto one of those food services like Grubhub and would just ordered everything. This kid had good taste, though, in food. Here's what came to the house. Shrimp, shawarma, chicken pita wraps, sandwiches, chili cheese fries, ice cream. And dad knew something was up when he got a fraud alert, uh, alerting him to $400 that were ordered of pizza. Okay. <laughs> so they figured out what had happened, goes to the kid's room, says, hey, what happened here? You ordered a bunch of food. And, and, and apparently the kid stopped him mid-sentence and said, dad, did the pepperoni pizzas come yet? And he didn't know whether to laugh or get mad. But they dealt with it well, these parents. By sending him to the orphanage. No, no, no. Broke open his piggy bank. His piggy bank apparently was very special to him. Oh, come on, dude. That piggy bank's got $6 in it. Yeah, but to him, it meant a lot. And so they were like, Putting down a quarter. The kid doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it means to the kid. It's the dad's money. Well, they already knew they were going to get the money back from Grubhub. Why? All the food (laughs) came. The food got delivered. It's not the food's fault. It's not the delivery driver's fault. It's the kid's fault. And that kid is now up for adoption, I hope. But look at all that great food they got to eat. And they got their money back. So really, the only thing left to do is punish the kid. And they took his piggy bank money. I think that's a good way of dealing with it. We're talking about smart devices. You were saying you feel smart devices are a lot worse than television, which is what you grew up with. 
When you were growing up, you plopped the kids in front of the television. Now you can put an iPad in their hand. Yeah, I think it was better. You had a full, a full movie. You're learning a lot more than just like flipping through a phone. Yeah, that's right. TV was healthier when our parents were blowing cigarette smoke in our face. <laughs> <laughs> the Super Bowl's coming up. February 12th, I believe, Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles are playing. And there's this amazing thing that's happened because there's a mom that has a kid on each team. It's the first time this has ever happened. Donna Kelsey has both Jason and Travis competing against each other on opposing teams. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. It's an interesting situation. She's got a favorite, right? Do you think so? Well, do you have a favorite? And don't give me that, I love them all equally. Okay, yes, you love them all equally. I'm not saying you don't love them equally. <laughs> I'm saying you got a favorite, right? Okay, it's not a matter of who you like more. Because I must say, I do like them all equally. You hey, don't. You don't believe me? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I believe you like them all equally, and you love them all equally. But like, I love pizza, but there's some pizza I like more than others. I would base it on who loses best. I'd be rooting for the person that doesn't lose very well, so it's not so traumatic for them. Okay. And this is this mom's dilemma too. She says neither of them lose very well. Okay. So she's like, may the best team win. I suppose on the bright side, she can't lose. She's going to come away from this victorious. One of her kids won the Super Bowl. But then the other one she has to console because you want to go to mom, right? Yeah. Go give mom a hug and be like, I'm sorry I lost. She'll be like, you're only slightly a disappointment. It's okay. Your brother won. Way, way back in October, Loblaw said, hey, you want to buy those yellow box no-name products? We're going to put a, a price freeze on them. I think this was after they raised the prices a bit too, though. It might have been. But still, it was might've nice. Been. But they said, hey, prices on these things won't go up until February 1st. Well, guess what day it is today, Matthew? So there's no longer a price freeze on no-name products. But here's something you can do. Millennials have been doing this for years. You skip meals. Now, that might sound bad telling you not to eat, but we came up with a cool term for it. Intermittent fasting. Yeah, it's all how you raise it. It's healthy to skip meals. We call it intermittent fasting. It's like dieting, but with more poverty. Stories out of Mexico. It's 15 kids, school-age kids, hospitalized, doing the social media trend, and here's the challenge. You take some tranquilizers, and you see who can stay conscious the longest. Good God. Is this a real thing? I wouldn't talk about it if it was just rumors, but there's 15 kids who had to go to the hospital because of this. I was trying to think, did we have these challenges back in our day? You kind of did, but it wasn't over social media. It was in person. It was like at a party or something, and then that, that chant would start. Somebody would climb the roof, and they'd posture that they were going to jump into the pool, and then you got the crowd egging them on. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. And then it would get louder and louder and louder. And the person would get drunker and drunker and drunker. And you would think we would have learned nothing good ever happens after the do it chant. Person would try to jump into the pool and hit the concrete. Terrible. And that's why Bill from Walton talks funny. So I cooked supper Saturday night. Just had some chicken. And I put, put some feta cheese on the chicken and flavored it. You know, it's fascinating. Fascinating. I'm eating the chicken and bite into something. Crunch. Little, little piece of plastic. And I don't know if it came in on the feta cheese, the chicken. I have no idea where it came from, but it was worn out around the edges. 
So it struck me as something that was a one-off. And naturally, you warned your family because you care about them and their well-being. You don't want your family to choke on this foreign object or break a tooth or something like that. <laughs> so I figured it was better to not say anything and just hope for the best. Because I didn't want to waste food or have to make dinner again. Hope for the best. Well, it seemed like a one-off because this piece of plastic was so worn down that I, I was thinking, it's not like it just happened. Okay, so, so let's be clear. In this situation, when you say hope for the best, the best is their food is normal and they don't. Yeah. I got the only piece of plastic on my chicken. And the worst is they choked to death. I, you're right. I should have said something, but it would have ruined the whole experience. So if I give you a plate and say, well, there might be shards of plastic in it. You're not going to enjoy the meal as much as if I didn't say anything. You know what would ruin the meal? <laughs> if they choked to death. Exactly. I think I made the wrong choice. You should probably... I, I, I did inspect it. I inspected everything, make, made sure there was nothing. But There was something. I looked inspected. at what they were going to eat. I didn't see anything. So it seemed like a one-off. So I, th I thought it was a safe choice. Yeah, and most of your family survived that meal. So they it was survived. A, it was a good meal. So nostalgia is powerful. You were getting all excited about that video game last week, I remember. Goldeneye. Goldeneye, yeah. And, and so people get excited when something from their childhood comes back. When Zellers announced they were opening a few little kiosks in Bay locations, well, the Bay announced this, people went nuts. They want to go. Did people go nuts, Matthew? Or did you read an article that linked a couple tweets that said, oh, look, Zellers is coming back, kind of. Kind of. It's just something interesting, I guess. You know anybody actually excited for Zellers? Not it's really. Zellers. But what people really were excited about is maybe getting some of the food from the old restaurant that used to be in the Zellers. And people were demanding this. Bring back the food. Who was demanding this? Tell me one person who demanded it. People on the internet, again. And so now they've decided they're actually going to put out some food trucks. So when these new locations open, they're going to have some food trucks outside so you can get crappy food. <laughs> okay, I don't. Rem I, I remember there being restaurants. We never ate there. What did they have that was so good? It was kind of fun. Uh, Diner-style stuff like golden French fries with gravy. What do you mean golden French fries? What other color are French fries? Burgers, sandwiches, soups, that kind of stuff. The stuff you can just make at home. Oh, God, if I wanted to get mediocre food on the road, I'd go to Tim Hortons, man. <laughs> I guess it's nice recreating experiences from your childhood. That's why I'm always crying. I've been a lifelong Leafs fan. Not as long as this guy, though. Mike Davey, 65-year-old gentleman. Been a Leafs fan his whole life. I guess he would have been 10 last time the Leafs won the Stanley Cup back in 1967. Got to see his first live Toronto Maple Leafs game last week. It was the Wednesday game against the Rangers, 3-2 overtime win for the Leafs. And I guess Mike had been having health complications for a bunch of years. Finally got to see a Leafs game last Wednesday. The next day, Thursday, Mike dies. It was on his bucket list. He did it. I've seen the Leafs now win a game. I guess it's time to go. That's nice. Ended with a smile on his face. <laughs> Would have been nice for Mike to see the Leafs win one more Stanley Cup, though. But it's just so rare people live to 140. Anniversary of the Freedom Convoy oh, this yeah. weekend. There are some supporters out there. I think a few dozen people who were out there. Ottawa police say nothing disruptive. They towed a few vehicles. A couple charges for trespassing on Parliament Hill. People trying to get up into Parliament. Some good flags again, like truck, yeah, and freedom, that kind of stuff. Yeah, very original. 
Truck, yeah, is okay. Truck, yeah. yeah that's a good fine. one. But dedication, though, because not only was it the one-year anniversary, it was minus 14 this weekend in Ottawa. That's cold to be standing it gets, out. It was really cold, dude. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, he needed to double-layer his Aladdin costume. That's how cold it was. <laughs> you always have to work that into the show. He dressed never as forget. Aladdin. You'll never forget it. He painted his hands. You know what really gets me crying? It's those YouTube videos when people like get their hearing back or their sight back. I like the colorblindness ones when they put on those glasses and they can see color. Oh, I'll watch them right to the end. It just makes my day. I also like it when like interspecies relationships, when like a horse is friends with a little dog or something. I don't something. think you can talk about this. Oh, friends with yeah, a dog. Friend. Wait, yeah, those get me going too. When you use the word interspecies, it evokes certain imagery. Okay, sorry. So careful with that word. <laughs> One of those sweet videos kind of making the rounds. Big YouTuber named Mr. Beast. You might not know Mr. Beast, but he's made the news a couple times. It was a few years ago. He made a plan to plant 20 million trees. Amazing, this guy. Pretty cool thing. Latest thing was... He paid for cataract surgery for a 1,000 people, people who had very limited vision or for some of them, zero vision at all. Because he realized half of blindness is a 10-minute surgery. Half of people that are blind could have it wiped away. So 1,000 people got cataract surgery, got their vision back pretty much fully. You cut one clip that we thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, there's a few little clips here of their reactions. Oh, my God. I'll okay. see everybody. Oh, I can see clearly. <laughs> I can jump for joy. <laughs> yes, I can see your face. I can see your face. I can see your face. <laughs> There's my watch. I've never seen it before. Okay, so that last guy wears a watch that he's never seen he's, before. He's never seen it before. I didn't even know he had it on, I guess. <laughs> Why is he wearing a watch he can't read? Well, maybe he's just had it on since when he could see well, and then the cataracts took over, and like, oh, yeah, I have a watch. He said he'd never seen his watch before. That's what he says. Here's oh. my watch. I haven't seen it before. Someone gave him a watch. If you were blind and then got your vision back, what's the first thing you'd want to see? Not you. No, I'm just That's fair. <laughs> hey, fair. I wouldn't want to see me either. Probably my family. Okay. Yeah. Me too. I've, I'd, first thing I'd want to look at is Trish the Dish. So I could ask her why her hair looks like that. Now, restoring people's vision, that's a nice thing to do, right? That's sweet. It's one of those videos you cry at. It's nice. Unless those people live in Belgrave, in which case, like, why are you punishing them even more? Oh, I had a bit of a frustrating moment over the weekend. You don't get frustrated too often. You're you're the cool, collected one on the morning show. I'm the one who's always screaming. But I reached my wit's end when it comes to being the one that's always choosing the TV show. Explain. There's there's so many options, but yeah, I can never decide on a TV show. And for some reason in our household, it's my job to find something to watch. So you went full Sam Jackson. You said, enough is enough. I didn't get angry, really. I just kind of said, I'm done. It's, <laughs> I go to my wife, it's your turn to pick something. <laughs> Set the remote right beside her and said, I'm just exhausted you looking for TV shows to watch. Didn't think about this because what did she pick to watch? She picked the worst show. Oh, she said, I heard Emily in Paris is good. And so I'm like, okay, I'm up for whatever. Where so, did she hear that from? The makers of Emily in Paris? Maybe people at work or something. Oh, you haven't seen Emily in Paris? Does she work with the blind? <laughs> so she puts on Emily in Paris. It wasn't good. No. And so I sat through it just to be nice. 
And then at the end of it, I said, can that be one of your shows that you watch after I go to bed? Because I go to bed like two hours before. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done (laughs) picking the shows. (laughs) So it completely backfired. I wasted a good hour there. Next time, nobody knows what to pick. Just... You haven't watched Game of Thrones yet. Just put on Game of Thrones. It'll make it weird because there's a lot of violence. There's a lot of sex in that show. There's a lot of bad language. They say the C word sometimes. Well, that's what they said about Emily in Paris. It just didn't live up to that. No. No. (laughs) That show is the opposite of Game of Thrones. Terrible. You ever go to the West Edmonton Mall? No, never been to Edmonton, actually. The signature... Mindbender roller coaster that's been there since 1985 has now been shut down permanently. Well, it's about time. It looks old. Yeah. It looks like it's been there since the 80s. Looks like one of those things they put together in a couple hours at the CNE. Yeah. Just a couple wrenches. (laughs) And then people go on it. Is that you doing a wrench sound? Yeah. It's a bad impersonation of a wrench. Yes, it was. (laughs) The Mindbender. Hopefully, if they get a new ride, it'll have a cool name. The heart stabber. Yeah. Prostate puncher would be cool. Yeah. Something I didn't know about the mind bender. Apparently in 1986, three people were killed on it. I think I remember that. Yeah. And then they opened it a few months later. Yeah, like seven, eight months later, it reopened. That's such an 80s thing. (laughs) Oh, well, we lost three people. (laughs) We're back open. Mind mind bender, though. (laughs) That's a a kind of name where, like, makes sense. Like, if Canada's Wonderland opened a ride called the Murder Car... You'd expect a couple people to die. Yeah. So the mind bender, their mind was bent. Technically. To a whole other plane of existence. Ouch. So congratulations. You've been with Bayshore Broadcasting for 10 years. Yeah. And when, when you reach 10 years, you get a special prize. I get an email from HR with, with a PDF. <laughs> it's like, hey, you can pick from these prizes, your 10-year prizes. And here's what was on the list. First of all, it's a black and white PDF. It was scanned off a piece of paper. It looks like a page out of the Bay catalog from <laughs> 1965. So oh. I, I can pick between these things. A bull of a watch. Not a smart watch, just a two hands tells time ass watch. That's a bull of a gift. A, thank you. <laughs> a silver ring with a birthstone. A Swarovski crystal pendant. What? Binoculars. Binoculars? A Swiss army knife. A leather writing case. And then there's a couple power tools. A Black & Decker drill or a Ryobi circular saw. And one of those lawnmowers that doesn't have a motor. (laughs) That wasn't on there. That's a joke. But it might as well have been. This is the kind of stuff, like, this doesn't appeal to millennials who've been working with a company for 10 years. Like a watch? Like a a two hands and click, click, clicks watch? Where's the buttons? Where's the notifications? (laughs) Yeah, how do I get my text messages on this watch? (laughs) So I emailed HR. I was like, is there anything else? And they said, how about a $100 Canadian Tire gift card? I said, said, perfect. Now we're talking. So that's awesome. So now I'm on the Canadian Tire website. So you know what I'm going to get with my $100 gift card? Go buy a real present. Yeah. I'm going to buy a knife sharpener. It's funny because I'm complaining. (laughs) These gifts are old. I'm like, I'm going to go get a stepladder and a knife sharpener. Oh, for goodness sake. Like a young person would. Yesterday, the World Health Organization decided not to end the emergency status of COVID-19. Oh, so COVID-19 still a thing we got to think about? Does this mean we're going back to those life-saving arrows in the grocery stores? Dude, remember back in the pandemic, <laughs> things were closed for a minute, and then when they reopened, there was arrows in the grocery store aisles? Yeah, you had to go one way down the aisle. Was I guess- the idea to make it so that you're not... Passing people and breathing the same air. Was that the idea? I think so, but it, it was kind of 
nice not having to go past any carts in the aisle. No, but then if you missed an aisle, you had to go back two aisles and yes. come backwards and then go up the middle. It, oh, you had to think so much. Okay, how am I going to get to this aisle? We were bleaching our lettuce. Yeah, I remember. We would fill our sink full of bleach and like dip our produce in the bleach. And I remember saying to my wife, are you sure this is okay? Like, isn't the bleach worse for us than the COVID-19? The virus is going to kill us, Matt. <laughs> but so with the bleach. We didn't know what we were doing. I was afraid to put gas in our car for a while. Remember? What? Why? Because well, someone had touched that nozzle. And so there was a whole process. You, you sanitize the nozzle. You realize you touched something else. And you sanitized your hands before getting back in the van. <laughs> and then there you was, cried for 12 minutes. It was like 12 steps. And we understand more about this virus now, which is good. But be careful out there, I guess. What we're saying is don't bring back the grocery store arrows. You can all agree. <laughs> in hindsight, bad idea. Might have saved some lives. I don't know. We you don't think know. somebody survived because somebody taped an orange arrow on the floor of Hanson's Independent? It was fun pretending they were Mario Kart power-ups. <laughs> you don't know anything about Mario Kart. Stop telling people that. Remember Marie Kondo? She had that Netflix show called tidying up and she showed you how to organize your home and everyone's home just looked so perfect oh marie kondo was perfect wasn't she if it sparks joy keep it and if it doesn't throw it away i never understood that because my potato masher doesn't spark joy but it doesn't it should it mashes potatoes but i still should keep it (laughs) you need pills buddy and your masher should bring you lots of joy but i remember rolling my eyes thinking oh wait till she has kids and then she had kids (laughs) and she said in a recent interview that i just don't have time to tidy up i I might do it every other day but otherwise place is a mess i gave up she basically said (laughs) she's coming clean (laughs) to make a bad joke Oh, shame. So she said after after having three kids, she's like, you know what? I don't need to strive for perfection anymore. In fact, it's impossible. So (laughs) I just give up. But she still keeps her house nice. But the the standard that she was setting back on that show was almost impossible. So if the world's foremost housekeeper (laughs) can't keep up with the kids... Don't beat yourself up, all right? So don't be too hard on yourself. There's toys all over the house. Give yourself a break. Don't worry yeah. about the cockroaches in the pantry. No! And don't even think about calling 911 if you're smelling smoke from the kitchen. Just That's just the smell of your worries. Mm-hmm. Also, quickly vacate so the firemen can do their job. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.